AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is the Side Hustlers podcast where I talk to people following their passion outside of their day job and even some people who have turned that passion, that side hustle into a full-time job. I'm Carla Marie from iHeartRadio. I am your host. And this week's episode, we talk to Erin from Yay Parties. Yay Parties is a vintage rental company in the Seattle area. Erin is a mom of three, a nurse, and somehow had time to launch her own company. She is the ultimate side hustler. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Okay, so this is a Side Hustlers first. We have Erin from Yay Parties is in studio, but we also have <laughs> your three-year-old daughter in studio with us today. Yep. We don't think she's going to be on the podcast. She may make a guest appearance. There's lots of surprises when you have kids. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Not only are you a side hustler, but you're a mom, which I'm yeah. assuming takes up most of your time than anything. For sure. Like, that's my main job. It can't not be. I mean, kids, like, (laughs) every second of the day, there's something. So, yeah, I've got three kids, eight, six, and three. The three-year-old's at home with me. Eight and six are at school most of the time. So, yeah, that helps at this stage in the game. And your day job is being a nurse. Yeah. Now, you graduated 
Where'd you go to school? I went to SPU. That's awesome. Yeah. And you got your degree and your nursing license. I'm so totally not oh gosh, well-versed in worry. the medical world, so I don't want to mess yeah, it up. So it's like a bachelor's of science in nursing, which is pretty typical. And then you become a registered nurse. So I'm an RN. And I actually, right out of school, I went into the ICU and I worked in ICU wow. for set, almost eight years. And then, I mean, I had had kids during that time and it became a bit much, actually, just that environment. Uh, I'm sure, yeah. especially once you're a mom and that switch kind of happens and then you're seeing all this trauma. I'm sure it's very scary. Yeah, it was a little bit of a heavy burden. So, so. you're still, you're now doing one day a week. Yep, I do one day a week and I work in a surgery center. It's actually plastic surgery. Oh, so that's the fun stuff. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's great because it's not sick people. Right, it's and, people um, totally. are coming in for normally. What they want what to they be want. there for. Exactly. Yeah. So you're doing the one day a week, mm-hmm. still doing yay parties, which obviously we're going to get into and learn all about yay parties. <laughs> yeah. What is the point of going to work one day a week? I think that, you know, the amount of sacrifice and time and just to get my degree in nursing, it wasn't something that I wanted to let go of just at the drop of a hat. So I've kind of whittled my way down from full time down to this one day a week just to mostly keep my license. That makes sense. And I mean, I'm the type of person. It's so funny. I use totally both sides of my brain because I like I'm very practical, but I'm also a very creative person. So the practical side of me does not want to let that like solid job or the potential of like more if we need it or whatever. So I haven't been able to really let it go. And and I do enjoy it. And you obviously worked your butt off to get your degree yeah. in nursing you're probably like I can't yeah I understand not wanting to quote unquote throw it away mm-hmm. but we also can't be expected to go our entire lives doing only one job yeah so. and I, I yeah I do feel like I'm coming around to the concept of like or just the idea of like you know time or seasons can be different in life and that's okay yeah. and especially with kids and that being my main focus the nursing thing was so is so valuable and it was really valuable even like with having a family and knowing what to do in emergencies or whatever and helping other family members just from a medical standpoint anyway yes it's had its value and so we'll see i don't know honestly i'm starting to come around i might I might not do it forever. So let's go to why yay parties. Why an event planning party type company and when did you decide in between being a nurse and having three kids to do this? Yeah, the when is very like hard to nail down because I've always been creative. Like it is something, in fact, when I went into nursing, my dad, he was like, or into sciences in general, he's like, really? Um, (laughs) I feel like you should be in art. And wow, I was like, which most parents never say. Oh my gosh, right? And I'm like, and I, like I said, the practical side of me was like, well, you know, I can't get a good job as, you know, somebody in art. Yeah. And I still think that what I did was the path I was meant to do, but I've always had to do something as a creative outlet. Makes sense. And honestly, once I had my first child over eight years ago, I started really planning my own kids' parties and planning other kids' parties. And then also about five years ago, we moved or six years ago, we moved into a golf community in East Bellevue that has like a clubhouse. And I I started doing planning events for them or helping. How did you get into that though? It's it's easy because it was like, it's like getting on a committee. Okay. Right. Like as a member. Got it. I wasn't necessarily hired by them. It wasn't my job, but I 
planned their like social events. And you love, obviously, we're like, oh okay, I really love this. Yeah. So yeah. then, what point did you go from doing those social events to, oh, I now own a business? <laughs> well, I mean, in my family, it's like my dad owns his own business, my uncle, my sister, let's see, my brother. Wow. We can't, I, it's like in our blood. We can't not have like our own business. Yeah, so, so I you think were that due felt, to do this. <laughs> yeah, like I felt free to like, pursue that and it just it kind of it's almost like we can't get out away from the clutches of this like entrepreneurial spirit in our family which is hilarious and I've had many business ideas before this one (laughs) (laughs) but I really was planning those parties for the neighborhood or helping so I was using my own furniture and my own decor really from my house in my party design so like what kind of Decor. Were you taking (laughs) like your couches what were you doing yes (laughs) (laughs) what was your husband saying he always is like just rolling with my crazy ideas. Love that. Yeah. I mean, and I had some friends in the neighborhood. We were all on the same page and some good, like we collaborated well and just the similar love for vintage, love for antiques. And then I also got a chance to see in the area, in the Seattle area, kind of in my opinion, what what room there was for a different style of event rentals. Well, it's true. When you think event rentals, you're thinking normally over the top things that obviously I wouldn't normally own. You're just thinking like extravagant a lot of times yeah. or chairs that you just need. Oh, I need 50 chairs, 100 chairs, tables, yeah. whatever. But no one's thinking these awesome statement pieces with a vintage style. Like you said, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know that that's a thing that A, I could rent. But now B, you telling me that's what you do. I'm like, I need that at my next party. I need a vintage <laughs> couch or planter or whatever it may be because yeah. I went on your website and I looked you can check it out yayparties.com and I was like oh my god this is what I want my wedding to be I <laughs> I didn't even think of this and now I want this so you started as planning events yeah and now you're more on the rental side of things yeah for now more on the rental side of things truthfully like I discovered that really my passion is the design side of it and how fun it was to really be like you know, I'm going to curate these pieces for other people. That's and, cool. and I also love like the research and the and figuring out what people are doing with events. I could spend hours going down those Pinterest holes. I'm th- sure. Those dark, dark <laughs> Pinterest holes that we all have. But still like that fuels me more than I discovered. It fueled me more than like the logistics side of event planning. Totally makes sense. And I think that just appealed to my creative side and also Really, I started this business when my third child was six months old. That's crazy to me. Because I think... (laughs) I know, it's like so insane. But truthfully, I was at a point where I just really was starving for a creative outlet more than ever. It does seem a little wild, but (laughs) it gave me life at a time where it was really hard. I'm sure. Stuck inside the house and... Not a lot of things pulling me out, and I think that it was really a great thing. Well, yeah, obviously it was, because now, it's what is it, three years? I'm coming up onto my third event season, which you know is kind of like summertime, Summer. mostly. So that's got to be hard, too. Summers mm-hmm. are when things get crazy, and summers are when your kids are home. So what yeah. do you do in those times? It is crazy. All of this is very insane. you're like thinking about it like you know what never mind I actually don't want to do this anymore I'm like yeah I'm done no it's just gosh it's been a learning experience because I love doing this and I'm so I have to say like my husband has been so encouraging 
so helpful and knows that this is really important for me for my like mental health. Yeah. All of the above, all of just just good things that but we definitely have moments where we sit down and we're like, okay, you know, I the first event season you know, when you're building your business, you got to take what you can get. Yeah, of everything. course, you're really not going to turn much away and you really shouldn't, I would say. But I had to let some of that go a little bit. And even now I've discovered that I have to set aside weekends in the summer that's just for our family. We plan, you know, little camping trips or whatever, or even just weekends that we don't do anything just really intentionally. Yeah. So being intentional with my time is really important because I do care about my family first and foremost. And, you know, something has to give. And this little business is really important to me. But I also know that if I sacrifice my family for it, it's not going to be worth no. it in the end. There, You're going to have issues at home and then you're going to mm-hmm. resent your business and you're right. It's you're doing this the right way. And it's OK to say no to things sometimes mm-hmm. because things are more important, like family. So yeah. I feel like it takes people much longer than three years being in <laughs> business to realize that. So I feel like you're way ahead of the curve on that. Maybe. One. Or I just have a husband that's like, oh, OK, let's go. <laughs> you're right. You need to. Yeah. So when you're say it's someone's event and they're renting pieces from you, what is a day like for you then? What do you have to do? Like haul it there? How does that happen? Yeah, truthfully, I mean, I'm still small enough that it's like me and maybe one other person, often a friend, sometimes an intern. How do you who, get those? Teach me. You just put it out there. I mean, and are they getting college credit or you're just... I had one that did. Yeah. And then oh. I have one right now who just, you know, she has another business too. Oh and she, I know. I know. But you'd be surprised what people want. I think the value that I can give for an intern is just also collaborating with people, meeting other vendors, getting seeing the behind the scenes. That has that's been like a really cool learning experience for me, too, is to watch people in the event industry to have like that little fly on the wall vantage point of being behind the scenes. And so I've I've learned to kind of like promote that when I'm looking for interns or or people to help me because it's it's there it's actually I think it's very valuable and so yeah no I'm still schlepping things to events it's me and it's one other person and so yeah like I can do I can do two events in a weekend but I also can't do like I can do sometimes two events in a day but I can't usually do more so do you bring everything set it up so what is Describe maybe the last event you've done. Like what type of pieces mm. did you set up? And are you sitting That's there all day waiting thing. for the event to be over and to take everything home? Like, how does that work? That's a good question. My last event was so cool. I did my own photo shoot on Thursday. Love that. And so, but we were really trying to, it was, it was wedding focus. And I would say that probably 80% of my business is weddings and maybe 20% is like corporate okay, um, or private parties. And um, so for like a wedding Typically, you know, thankfully right now, the fun styles like come, you know, at the reception site have a lounge where like people can sit. It's usually by the bar. And so I will often bring in what looks kind of like a full living room setup, or even a couple chairs and a side table. I've got rugs, decor pieces like candle holders and things like that. Lots of pillows. And for the pictures that I've seen on your website and Instagram, all I think was, man, it'd be so cool to just go take Instagram photos <laughs> there or at that. And that's how I look at it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's aesthetically pleasing everything yeah. that you have. And it's different and not, it's not just 
bright white. Like a lot of stuff we're seeing. Yeah. Not fashion wise, but design wise right now. Everything is that bright white, bright white. But you actually have a personality to the style. And yeah. And I think too, like for anybody doing an event, I always say like, it's really fun for them to bring in their own personality to their event or their wedding or their party or make it feel like collected and you know, unique. I just want everyone to have access to things like that or know that they can to really bring some personality into their event. Like you said, how do you find those people then? Like, how do you let people know, Hey, I'm here and I've got these awesome vintage pieces. You know, the research that I did to kind of market myself, I watched what other people did in the industry, but I also like my, my first kind of push putting myself out there was basically social media is a huge thing, right? But through social media, I really looked at all of the vendors in the area, in the Seattle area, because of course that's my market. Yeah, of course. And I can haul stuff like all over if somebody pays me to do it, but it, it makes sense. It's like right here is mostly where I have things going. So I looked at photographers, event planners, designers, and I sent 75 handwritten postcards with images on it of my you know, items and me introduced myself and I asked to have coffee with them. That's amazing <laughs> because you, there's these little things like that little mm-hmm. nugget right there that that mm-hmm. no one would have really known about you or no one would have thought I, that's a great way to get out there. A, who would have thought a postcard? Most yeah. of us are sending emails or DMs and that at this yeah. point is so impersonal. I think it gets lost. I think it's lost in the noise. So do you think whatever money you spent on postcards, postage, and maybe getting coffee with those people was worth it in the end? I think that that was one of my biggest growth moments for my business. Now, out of the 75, how many people did you hear back from? Or about how many? Five. But truthfully, out of one of those five, I got like three jobs and it grew from there. Yep. And so I think that that's something that's that's really valuable is don't be afraid of those or thinking that that one or two connection points is not going to be worth it. And we've seen it on this podcast, the people who have met one another through doing this podcast and the things that have come of them being together. And it's it's so cool. And really, yeah. it does just take that one friendship, that one connection, that one little networking tidbit that you do, whether mm-hmm. it's sending a postcard or even an email, and so much can flourish from that. And you're obviously proof that that's crazy, though. Yeah. I love that. So then from there, you know, I've definitely... I've spent money on doing wedding shows, but I think I got invited to them because of those first few steps. Because those first few steps brought me into like styled shoots. So that's where you're collaborating with other vendors. You know, somebody invites you and your my pieces into a photo shoot and then you get content. Then you get, um, like I said, connections. And then people are going to start seeing you all over. The Eventus is how you and I connected. So Angela... Mm-hmm put you in touch with me. They were on a previous episode of Side Hustlers and obviously am friends with them and they're amazing, yeah. but they are an event planning company. So do they come to you for pieces for whether it's weddings or styled shoots? Yep. They came to me first for a styled shoot. And I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was because they also were building their own brand. Oh, and, the, and yeah. And they were the ones who taught me about tablescapes and styled shoots and what yeah. all these things mean. Cause I'm like, I don't know what these words are. Yeah. And that, and build, you know, getting photographers and photograph your stuff. Do, also honing in on like what your brand is and then really like marketing yourself to the right people so that it helps your brand in the right way. 
So, Hooray Mag, you were featured in. Yeah. And they do this thing called the Big Fake Wedding? Well, so the Big Fake Wedding is actually their own, a separate entity from Hooray Mag. But Hooray Mag was a publication that featured the Big Fake Wedding in their Seattle um, location. So, Big Fake Wedding is a group that throws these... It's like a wedding show that's a little bit unconventional. So you're like at an actual wedding? Yes. That's so cool. Typically, it's like a, a, you know, a couple that has already been married and they're like renewing their vows. Oh, that's cute. So it's really, it's really great. And I think that it shows, that's the type of event that shows my product well because it's just people who think outside of the box. Right. And you get to see it in a space opposed to... If I'm just going to a wedding convention and you have a booth with your setup, it's great. And I'm sure it looks awesome. But in a room that's a convention center, I mean, it's not the most romantic place. And you don't get to see vendors collaborating together. And so I think that's what was unique about that um, event. Why didn't we think of that event? (laughs) It's a great one. (laughs) In addition to that, Weddings in Woodenville is like my best, one of my favorite shows. And they do the same thing. So you're on a team of vendors. It's like headed up by a planner. They get assigned a venue in Woodenville. Cool. Everybody gets to go around and drink wine and then I see. I want to go to this and I'm not even planning a okay, wedding. Okay, we should go together yeah. because I'm going to buy a ticket to it if I'm not there because it's so fun. Yeah. And you get to see them in action in separate venues. So That's if you're really even cool. thinking about doing a wedding or an event in Woodenville, then you'd see florists, photographers, wedding planners, stylists, rental companies like me, the big rental companies in action. That's really, really cool. Yeah. And so now you said if you're not a how did have you been a part of the one in Woodenville? Yes. So I got invited from so the planners are the ones that get invited by the weddings in Woodenville group and then they go ahead and find their team. Wow. So they the last two years I've been tapped by two different amazing local planners and, and you said been on teams. It's crazy you just said the last two years, but you've been in business for three. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just really maximizing connections and grassroots and social media. I mean, the way of just reaching out to people in a really personal and authentic way. You can do that on social media, especially locally. Well, you and I haven't met prior to uh, at this point 40 minutes ago, but (laughs) I feel like I know you. And just because you give off this vibe of very positive and welcoming. And I'm Mm. assuming that it's amazing for people to connect with you and be like, you know what? I trust this woman giving her my money and planning my wedding because we're all obviously weddings are this big to do, but you have this amazing vibe of, Oh, I trust you. You don't seem sneaky. You don't seem like you're trying to steal my money and run away. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) So I'm sure it's part of the fact that you are very warm and welcoming that people love working with you. Yeah. And I just, it gives me life. I also just love those relationships and connections and on a local level. It's so neat. It shrinks down the big city. Yeah, it's crazy when you start realizing, obviously, I knew Angela as a friend prior, but she connected me to you. And who knows what's going to come of you being in here. And it does break down the city. And sometimes I'm like, wait, you know, it's so wild that you know this person or you know that person. So you're so right with that, especially in these event planning type areas. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you probably even know some of the people who have been on this podcast (laughs) from these events. It's wild. but. Okay, walk me through this. Say I am planning a side hustlers event where I want all these people to come and chat and maybe speak about being side hustlers. And I say, hey, Erin, I want a vintage vibe to my event. Mm. What? Where do we go from there? Well, I usually direct people to look on my website 
I, it was really important to me to have photos of all of my items there and even pricing just so that it's clear. I don't want anything, like you said, I'm really trying not to be a shady person. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> but, you know, I found that in, in this area, when I was first doing event planning and looking at specialty rentals, it's kind of the niche that um, I'm in where it's furniture and decor. I, I wanted I wanted to see great photos and I wanted to see clear pricing and I wanted it to be really transparent. And so I, I do that for my clients. And so I direct people to my website and it's actually a pretty easy process. After that, if they just send me a list of the item names, I put it in a proposal and send it back and then we go from there. Now, do you ever say that couch won't look good with that table? Um, I do not often say that. Okay. Because, and, and the thing that's kind of new on my website this year that I've had a great response to that I think is helpful for people is I've put lounge packages on there. And I think it's just really, it's better to visualize how everything might, or things might look together. Yeah, because us regular people who don't have the design <laughs> eye are just like, oh my God, there's so much stuff. This is, this is what goes through my brain yeah. when I'm trying to decorate my own apartment. And I'm like, what do I do? There's so many things. But if you were just like, hey, this is an awesome couch. You should get this couch with this, this, and this. I'd be like, yeah. yep. I think that's how we should be able to shop for living rooms. Sign me up. I love that idea. Yeah. I know. Just seeing it all mocked up, you know, like, oh, just, that rug looks good with that. I yeah. wouldn't have thought. And I just... Check out, thanks, at Descartes, this entire living yeah. room. Oh, my God. There's your next. <laughs> Not that you need something else to do, but there you go. <laughs> I know. I'd probably drown. But, yeah, so I've had pretty good feedback so far. And I also ask, especially wedding planners and event coordinators in the area, I like to ask, how do you feel like my website works for you? That's awesome. Do you think that, you know, how could it be tweaked? I really, really want feedback and you know it's funny that's kind of like the nursing process so it's always like implement something you know do it but then go back and evaluate it test it make changes it's wild that you've taken something <laughs> from being a nurse and nurse school and nursing school and everything to event planning and yeah. and planning parties and no one would have see that's why i'm saying you still There's value being a nurse pays off in this aspect yeah. you never would have thought that yeah. you take a little bit of your day job and put it into a side hustle somehow it's so valuable mm -hmm. and that's why your company is going to be different because there's probably not many nurses out there <laughs> doing party rentals and planning i don't think so <laughs> i haven't run into anybody yet but you'll never know is it hard timing wise because i know that's one of the things when you had emailed me that i mean just to schedule this between the two of us, it was hard with our yeah. schedules. And you were like, yeah, I have to be a mom X, Y, Z days of the week yeah. and I can't come in. So, and obviously your daughter's here now. She's going to be like the best event planner ever. I'm sure she goes and doing <laughs> all these things. She does. The poor thing. I drag her everywhere. But, but she's great. She's also like pretty flexible and learning. I think that it's also good for kids to see Every family is different, but it's good for kids to see what you can do and that you can be flexible and that you can also pursue your dreams, even if it doesn't seem perfect, you know, and so time is hard. Time is hard for all of us, but she's so cute. <laughs> she's looking at me. I'm like, I'm distracted now. <laughs> I'm not sure your mouth should be on the edge of that Probably counter. Probably <laughs> not. I don't know the last time that's been cleaned, but, <laughs> but I'm sure time three kids who I'm assuming have activities outside yeah. of school. Yeah. And obviously working as a nurse one day a week where I'm as a mom, you're probably off limits during those times. It's not like you're on the phone or can respond to things like you're at work being a nurse in surgery. So that's yeah. got to be tough. And then doing this whole thing on weekends, I, I'm assuming yeah. most of it is a lot weekend. of weekends. It's just 
how do you, is your schedule like planned out the next month? Like, how do you do that? Because time management for every side hustler is hard. Oh gosh, it is. And you have to learn what's, what works for you. And that's probably pretty obvious. But for me, you know, what's so funny. I'm such a dork, but like what didn't work for me was like my iPhone calendar. I had to get a paper calendar to see everything in one place, all with my own like color coordinated, like all the right. Literally, I have to have a huge fat desk calendar to be able to see it all because I'm a very visual person. Yeah, too. Well, of course you are. But I'm struggling with this now, too. It's because I'm on my phone so much. Things that are on my phone don't seem important to me. Yeah. So I'll look at my calendar three times a day and not remember anything that was on there. I started like missing appointments and that Mm -hmm. was so unlike me. So I'm still in this time of what do I need to do? Do I need to carry a planner? How am I going to remember to check that planner? So my question for you is right now, if you got an email from someone that was like, hey, I need to know by end of the day, can you do this event? Yeah. But your paper calendar is at home. What do you do? What I do is I also release the burden of our this pressure to answer emails in two minutes. So we have to realize, right? Because honestly, if you're working in a corporate job or whatever, like you might be in meetings till the end of the day and you can't respond until tomorrow. And I put for myself basically a goal of responding to every email within 24 to 48 hours at the most. If I know it's going to creep into the 48 hour point, I'll ping them and say, hey, I'm you know, so excited to reach out to me. I will get back to you tomorrow by the end of the day. And I've never gotten pushed back on that. That's amazing. Because truthfully, that's how people work in the business world. It's not, we, it's so hard because we do carry around our phones. I do see emails coming in and feel the pressure and the burden of like having to respond. And I want to be available, but people get it. I mean, they do get it and they do have grace for that. And I just do think that communicating well doesn't necessarily mean communicating within two seconds, but it does mean having consistency. And so my consistency has been just that pattern of like sticking to getting back to people within 24 to 48 hours at the latest, at the latest. But Do you plan time like, okay, every day at 4 p.m. I'm going to answer emails for an hour or? Sometimes. So I use, while I'm home with her Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I use her nap time to always answer emails. Uh oh, she heard nap time and her head whipped up. Like <laughs> she's like, no, no yet. Please don't. don't. Uh. <laughs> I know that was great. She knows that was awesome. <laughs> she's like, what? She's like, oh, buzz. I'm not napping here at this place. <laughs> yeah, she's like, please, I do not see my blanket and my doggy. But that's great. So nap time is for answering emails. Yep. And there are. Oh gosh, I am not a morning person, but I do realize like I do have to set my alarm some days to get up at six a.m. before everybody else, and do some of that too because it's hard. Like. We all are struggling these days with our phones. To I'm struggling because I'm on it when I should be like face to face, eye to eye with my kids. You know, they're home from school and I'll still like, you know, check my email. I won't maybe do anything with it, but I'm on my phone. And, and then so, you're also having to police to them, like, get off your tablet, get yeah. off it, whatever. And then you're on your phone the whole time. They're going to be like, why, mom? You're on your phone. Sorry, am I giving her no, ammo? You're Is so, she knowing no, that she's you're so like, right. We constantly <laughs> are saying this. We're like, oh, we're such hypocrites. Yeah, it's true. But it is a daily struggle. And like you said, I think that planning specific times of the day and getting outside of your comfort zone of when you're going to do stuff, getting up early. I mean, it's just part of being a side hustler. You cannot be like, time is luxury, but also sleeping in might not be possible. 
<laughs> no. I mean, you can't expect to live the exact same life you're living right now and then adding an entire business to it. It's just not yeah. going to happen. And that's anyone who's been on this podcast that I've talked to, it's either taking their lunch break, their weekends, or sleeping less, or meeting with friends less, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. to really, if you want this and you're passionate about it, to just do it. Yeah. And you have to make sacrifices to get the things that you really want in the end. It's what That's just life. Not just side hustling. It's That's anything. life. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not so true. teaching you anything you don't know. <laughs> um, one thing that I do ask everyone who has been on the podcast, is there an app, and you can't say Instagram, that you love? Now that we just talked about getting off your phone, is there an app that you love for your business? And you can get super technical, or you can go with something super simple. Whatever That's it may so... be. Your business or your life. If That's it's interesting. Like, I've heard meditation apps and that's great and all, but maybe there's something that you could teach us as being a mom, having a job and a side hustle. I am going to go the opposite direction okay. with this and say there's an app that I've taken off my phone. Oh, I, whoa, I feel like I wish I had a sound effect. <laughs> this is Boom. a first. Okay, let's hear it. Facebook. Took it off your phone. Yeah. Was there, was that your problem? Like yeah. you kept checking Facebook? Yeah. And for me, Instagram has been you know, I like you said, like it's pretty obvious. That's been really key for building my business, and that's been an awesome app. But Facebook was not building my business, and you were just getting distracted by it. Yes. Wow. So yeah, I'll like use it for business. I go on my computer and I check it. Yeah. Great. But you but, don't need to have it on your phone. Yeah. I moved the Instagram app from my home screen uh, because I just smart. kept hitting it and. Me using it to post and respond to people wasn't the problem. It was, I was scrolling mm-hmm. just like, I mean, anyone who uses mm-hmm. Instagram, but I don't have the time to use it for work and to scroll. I was using it 14 hours a week or was that my screen? No. That makes that sense. 14 hours a week. Oh, that totally makes sense. Cause now with like this, with the, um, yeah, screen, the screen time. time. So I do now because of the, the screen time, I set limits on social media. Yep. So I try to do just an hour a day. Same, but I'm often hitting the, remind me in 15 minutes. Remind me in 15 minutes? Or, how remi- many times? Five? No, Does it tell kidding. me how many times? Because, yeah. Remind how many times? Or if it's the weekend, I'm like, you know what? It's the weekend. I can just hit yeah. whatever. Remind, like ignore for the rest of the yeah. day. But and if you're listening right now and you're like, what are they talking about? On iPhone, it's its own little attachment app now in settings. It's called Screen Time. And you can set limits for specific apps or yeah. things like overall social media, wherever it may be, to lock you out of it. Or, I mean, you can still get into it, but kind you of. You can. Re- it's good, bad. though. It's But it, the, it has helped me to definitely see has. what, because it'll also, like, delineate, okay, social media productivity. Yes. Productivity is emails and uh, I can't remember what else, but. And so it's good to have something that gives you information about where you're spending your time. Yeah, it was scary when I saw that. Yeah, it was 14 hours a week on Instagram. And I was like, I could have made so many meals. I could have I started a business with 14 hours yeah. last week. Heck yeah. So I've been doing my best to eliminate that. So I love, yeah. that, love that you said you took <laughs> Facebook off your phone. Yeah. And you threw that curveball like no one else has before. <laughs> Look at you. Groundbreaking things inside Hustlers today. Love it. So... You can check out everything Erin is doing. It's at Yay Parties on Instagram. Go follow her now that we just told you to get off your phone. And it's yayparties.com to see everything she has to offer. And if there's anything else you want to tell us or you want people to know about you. I just want people to know that putting a few little fun, unique pieces into your event really elevates it and, and lets people know more of who you are. Ooh. And I think that's what I wanted to do. 
Okay. That more than anything, like make it accessible for everybody. Well, I'm going to rent a couch for our studio because okay, as you good. can tell, you're in it. It's ugly. <laughs> so I'm going to permanently rent a couch from you. And thank you for coming in. I know it's not easy at all being a mom of three coming in to the city on a Monday. So it's Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. I think it's, <laughs> it's Monday. Monday. And thank you for being a part of my one year episode at this point. Oh, congrats. So, thank you. No, thank you. It was fun. Thanks for listening. You can support Erin by following her on Instagram. It's at Yay Parties. Check out everything she does, yayparties.com. I love hearing from you. If you know a side hustler, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at the Carla Marie. You can subscribe or follow to Side Hustlers. And if you could review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be amazing. Thank you, and I will see you next week. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.